0: Aaron Bielner and Eric B. And you're listening to the Diary of a Little Man's Podcast. All right, another episode. We are back. Took a little week hiatus. So we're back in full force. Mr. Bielner, how's everything going with you?
1: Um, I'm well, thank you,
0: Eric. How are you? I'm good. Broke a... Broke a toe here and there, but, you know, that's mm-hmm. part of being a football coach is to yell at the kids and get out of the way when you have the five-man sled coming out of your way, and I didn't, but, you know, lesson learned for next time, not to stand next to those wow, kids. Wow, the
1: five-man sled. <laughs> Ouch. Are you, yes. are you able to, I mean, you know, you break your toe. There's no, there's really not, is there no, a cast? There's no, no cast. I mean, I,
0: I've done this so many times. ginger on it? Yeah, they just said, you know what? just stay off of it try to try to you know let it heal okay. on its own because you can't put a cast on a toe so it's right. just one of those right. taking some pain medications staying off the feet and that's pretty much all i can do right now so which is good right a lot of good football sense. watching today sense. yeah all right Aaron, what we is are, the turn yeah you know i'm looking about maybe about two weeks two weeks so i i, I heard it on thursday uh i heard it on wednesday okay. so i'm um, you know, today it feels good, but you know, later on this afternoon when I'm on it a little bit more, it's going to be a little bit more on the sore side, but you know, just
1: go easy, go, go easy, easy for two weeks. Yeah, it's pretty much awesome. It is. Should we kick it off?
0: Yeah, yeah, let's go ahead and get this started. I am Eric B. All right,
1: let's do it. I'm Aaron Bielner.
0: And this is the Diary of the Little Man's podcast. Aaron, go ahead and get us started.
1: Yeah, I, you know, in the last few weeks, and, and I, I was going to talk about this, this show before. And I really want to kind of delve into it. Is I've noticed that credibility can be affected by stature, that um, in good ways and in not so good ways, but that definitely obvious that a person's stature can determine or, or, or um, influence uh, you know their credibility amongst others and sometimes yes it could be misread you know you know I, I i probably could be reading too much into how people are responding and i have a tendency to do that uh so i will i will default and say there are times when i overanalyze, but as a person and i'm and, and i'm sure i i'm I not Speak, wanting to speak for every other person on the planet who happens to be short statured but I'm sure there are others who could say the same that you know it's you almost have to go up a couple more notches and levels if you will yeah. in order to really get your point across or to earn the respect of your colleagues because there's a general assumption that you know stature we we determine you know even from infancy you know that stature is is a sign of growth okay so if a person hasn't hit a certain level they and i've experienced this directly where especially from like older citizens where they they treat you very and and i don't think they're intending to be vicious but they treat you as if you were a child just based on your stature and then um as we were talking earlier before the show started I I have been in environments where I've been told I was toxic because I'm very forthright I'm very forthcoming and I'm also not I'm not much of uh and it probably hasn't played well for me at times I'm not much of an askisser, and so I don't do this whole oh I you know because of who I am as a you know person with achondroplasia, i have to you know kiss anyone's ass and you know get any you know more attention with that yeah so yeah i just think it's very intriguing
0: do you think do you think hollywood has a lot to do with that because every time we see a show or a movie and you know there's a little person in it they always portray that little person as an angry person or someone who's not mm-hmm. you know I've noticed that you know, like you know, like I've noticed. Yeah, I mean, my favorite on average, yeah. My favorite movie is The Elf, and you know, Peter Dinklage plays, you know, the the little guy in the movie, and you know, he came off as an angry little person in that movie. So it's kind of like you think about that, and then you think about what Hollywood portrays in our mind. You know, it's like especially for some of us who's never met a little person, who's never been around a little person. And whenever we see one in public, we're like, Oh, be careful. You know, they, they get angry easily. So I wonder if Hollywood has a lot to do
1: with that. <laughs> Watch out. They yeah, could yeah. bite. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You know, there's that. And I didn't realize this until I'd heard it more than one. I, I it took a while um, before I heard this like a few times and it was, it, it was like bang, bang, bang when it actually happened of like angry, angry dwarf syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. and. I was trying to vet that out of where, what, what do you mean by that? And so if, if a person of short stature, a person who happens to have, you know, dwarfism uh is chapped about something then, or however they address anything, then there's this angry dwarf syndrome or that they, you know, if they, if they get angry about, become angry about something that it's a generalization that every little person is like this yeah. they all have angry dwarf syndrome and i'll tell you this there does come a point in any given day or week or months or whatever where you've had your fill of bs you know and and like attitudes and behaviors and where you just say all right i'm over this you're done with it yeah and you do come off as being belligerent belligerent and and distraught and angry and so then of course then you're stuck okay because I you know said something a certain way I must be you know this I always must be like this I'm always pissed off yeah and that's not the case obviously I mean you, nobody could be pissed off all the time you just you know say enough is enough but you hit a and everybody does this it isn't just you know exclusive to people who who happen to have dwarfism everybody gets their moment yeah i'm just over whatever people on the street in a car you know working and you just go you know i'm done yeah and and you let it out and when you do that there's more forgiveness with certain people than there is with and we're talking about this heavily right now in this series that we're working on that's going to have uh, a decent emphasis on the disability community uh that you know we're certain people are definitely scrutinized more so than than the average individual yeah just because of their stature or just because of their challenge yeah yeah and and that yeah there's definitely that yeah i i yeah that angry dwarf syndrome and it's that's that's crazy and even t my my significant other has said you've got there you're you're sounding like that and it's like I'm not I've just has nothing to do with my stature I'm just pissed off about whatever yeah and so it's it leads to and 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 not to jump subject I, I definitely want to stay on this but and and would love to address this you know further into the show that term no, Napoleonic complex,
2: yeah,
1: you know, and so it, it yeah, it's you can't win for losing some days whether you're too happy or you're too, you know you're whatever where for some reason we we associate we're very we're very uh, we associate our our physicalities. To our behaviors and to our thought processes and we're very surfacey. yeah in, on average we're still very surfacey as humans where we do like you were talking about i want to get back to hollywood and that hollywood stigma there is that there is that and i can't i think his last name was finch the character that dinklage played in in alf where he comes off as the bitter dwarf uh and He's very, you know, well suited. He's very well spoken, and he's very, you know, the the Will Ferrell character is thinking that he's one of his fellow teammates or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's a funny. I think it's actually a funny scene. But yeah, he definitely comes up because he he actually gets up on the table. Yeah, and like walks across, runs across, and jumps on Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah. which. You know i i commend dinklage for trying that or doing that uh that's something as a as a little person we all are concerned with when performing we don't want to look and I, I'm, not, I'm making this term for myself i'm not speaking for any other little person who's been in the entertainment industry but on average you you do your best not to look quote unquote dwarfy yeah which means i mean i will not run in a scene yeah. i will not run I, I, if i'm running you will not see in the little teen man, you did not see but my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was running. You didn't see my body. I will not run. I, I don't want people to watch that. I don't want people to make comments about that. I don't because it is a little our legs are flailing every which way and we look like we're wobbling all over the place. And it's not um it's not the most um appealing uh thing to see. And so that running is one thing. Um You know anything that's that's overly physical jumping whatever i i I will try to get away from that uh, if it can't you know you can give the impression without seeing my whole body on the camera i don't mind standing up for the camera um i've been in my underwear in front of the camera unfortunately to those who had to see that uh but i will not certain movements just come off as extremely dwarfy quote unquote and so yeah it's anytime you know you talk about hollywood and whether it be the angry dwarf syndrome or anytime you have a person of, of short stature and they're doing anything physical i think it's more often not intentional for the for the comic effect of it um you know and so uh, you know even like and, and I, I mean no disrespect by this because i think he's a, an amazing entertainer uh jenny devito you know playing the penguin yeah in batman you know and the costuming and whatever i mean he's the short statured man to begin with and then they made everything very bulbous and whatever you know because it accentuated his height so yeah i think that um that's 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 something you're always going to battle you can't get away from whether pla whether it be uh the street down you know yeah, next yeah. to the grocery store i mean whenever people see you they make their own preconceived notions yeah you know and and uh, i was I'm, when i was writing the notes for the show i was thinking from the get-go like children you know if you start at that age range and what they see and what they're thinking which is fine i mean they're children
2: yeah
1: and and i don't mean that as a as a You know discarding all their children they're not worth it I'm, i'm just saying the innocent mind of a child and they're trying to relate they're trying to oh this person's voice sounds like what my dad's voice sounds like but this person looks more like what my friend billy looks like height wise and so how is this working why i mean especially if they are eye to eye with you yeah. You
0: know? the process they're processing they it in their head. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If they're eye to eye with you and they're the same height and yet you're doing things that they don't get to do, or you're um I remember and I can't remember the specifics of it, but I remember and I think it was one of my own relatives, a younger kid, who was wondering why I, you know, was going into a bar or something and they didn't get to go into it. And it was you know because that person was like six or seven or whatever the height was at the time. And of course, you know, why is Aaron going in there? You know, he shouldn't be in there. I can't go so, in.
0: Why can he go in? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and so I get it with kids because that's what we do. We, you know, we're, as we're born, we're always comparing things. You know, if you give a child one cookie or if you give them two cookies, they're going to prefer two cookies over one cookie. Of that's more. It's, yeah. It's more everything's more so i think i've said this already in a previous show but i my greatest one of all of them was kids <laughs> we were sitting we were at a standing i'm sorry we we're standing in a uh, checkout line at a target and there was a father was a little boy in front of us and t was with me and he was wanting to say something so badly you could just see it <laughs> and the, um The father was doing everything he could to distract the child from, you know, what he was seeing and, and, and also the, the fear of that the kid was going to say something. And, and T picked up on it and she's really, really awesome in, in just average, you know, just everyday environments. And she's just like, it's okay. He can say, you know, see, you know, what's he want to say? And so he, he, he mustered up the courage to ask, he looked at me and he goes, did you, start small get big and then go back to little again and you know he was trying to figure out how did you get like some adult qualities yeah. yet you're just you know and the kid was just a little shorter than i was maybe he was like five or six uh but he was really He was doing his best i mean he had you could see the abacus working in his head and the algorithms flying and you know all those like you see in animations where the numbers are all over the place (laughs) and something's going on you know something's going to be computed we just don't know what the hell it is um yeah it was it was awesome and and so i guess what what really i find perplexing is that's obviously normal and, and and acceptable for a certain age range but it seems like some people don't grow out of that yeah and they make the most unbelievable statements and then inferences you know inferences and then statements by you know yin and yang yin and yang of how your stature must determine not only your maturity but also your intelligence. Yeah. And so then that's also how we're going to on average respond to that stature. So that's perplexing to me. It's yeah. Very I
0: mean, it's 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 society. I mean, you know, it's like like I said, you know, we we when before I met my friend Eric, you know, I didn't know how to treat a little person. And the only things that I saw was what TV gave me. And back then we didn't, the, the, you know, the smallest person we had was, yeah, daddy DeVito. Then we also had um, the character tattoo from fantasy Island. Um, so we didn't really know how exactly. to, how to treat a little person when we saw them in person. Um, and, you right. know, until Eric told me, Hey, I'm no different than you. I'm just a little bit smaller, but you know, treat me like no different.
1: So, well, and the thing about that is it's just by numbers alone people with skeletal dysplasia which is the super scientific different term yeah. or any type of dwarfism on average or not on average just numbers sorry i use that phrase a lot too on average supposedly there's about two hundred fifty thousand people on the planet that have some type of form of skeletal dysplasia so if there's only two hundred fifty thousand in a on this rock of close to 8 million, or 8 billion, I'm 8 sorry, million, yeah. 8 billion, the odds of meeting somebody or coming in an encounter or having an encounter, like physically encounter, not the wonderful world of Zoom or yeah, yeah. Uh, a phone call or whatever, the The odds of actually coming in physical contact, this sounds weird, it sounds like we out in the wild trying to hunt down like yeah. some type of wild animal, but the actual... Odds of coming in contact with a person who's little, a little person or, you know, dwarf, person with dwarfism are rare. So you do, you're rare in So th- very rare. So any type of n- um, exposure, like you said, is television. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. Her- Hervé on, on playing tattoo. Uh, you know, Billy Barty was probably one of the, you know, the, the first exposures for many people in the entertainment world to see him on television to see him in films to see you know any type of media yeah uh portraying uh you know a person a little person it's uh, and i think we've addressed this as well but just briefly talking on it the very first documentation of of dwarfism it was very to me very surreal you know uh, people being considered like deities they must have some type of special godlike powers you know uh, mythological powers even yeah. uh because of their stature and that that must mean you know because of of the person's physical stature determines you know that their their spiritual connection or their abilities i love the idea of it especially with my my children i love i wish they considered me to have godlike powers so that i could get more things done when i you know or get more things uh addressed when i asked them to do things um because that would be wonderful in those moments but it's and then again it went from that to like a very uh carnival like circus like you know yeah. uh, approach you know like here's here's the bearded lady and the crazy midget you know yeah, and yeah. and literally uh you know here's a town of you know and they didn't say little people they didn't even say dwarf they said here's midget town and these people all live here and uh, supposedly again and I've read this more than one time but at least at least three if not four where there's a dwarf village I guess in like North Korea where if, if adult, if if they have children, if people have children who have dwarfism, they're, they're actually taken and expected to reside in In that area. area. And it's like, wow, that's, that's super insane to me. And also extremely, um, alarming.
0: I Uh, heard, I heard there's one in San Diego, um, Again, I've in never San been Diego. in San Diego. There's a little community. Not it. It's it's a community, and it's a community where the houses are made for little people. And really, that you know, when I when I, I, I didn't asked, know that, I didn't either. So when I asked my friend about it, and you know, my friend listens to our show, and she told me, "Hey, you guys should talk about the little village or the little community in San Diego." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" So she told me, and I was trying looking it up right now. She said, "There's a community there." where it's just houses made for little people. And they they mean like the doors are a little smaller, shorter. The shelves are a little lower. You know, everything is reachable for a little person. I said, well, why isn't this come up on, you know, like the news or social media? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. she told me it's pretty, she goes, it's big in San Diego. She's She did real estate in San Diego. And she said, those are one of the houses that would fly out the market like right away. As soon as one opens up, it's gone. And I said, mm-hmm. oh, okay, and she said in the TV show, um, in the first e- the first season of like Little People Big World if, I don't know if that's the name of the show, she said, that, it is. She Little said People, Big World yeah yeah, she said that, yeah. that town was mentioned in one of the episodes because the husband said, "What do you want us to do? Just pack up and move to San Diego and make our life easier for us."
1: So I was like, oh, okay, huh. okay, oh, you know what?" it's funny you should say that because it addresses it was um uh matt roloff the little people big world who uh they address here i just looked at this article i just all i did all i typed was um uh what did i type i typed little people community in san diego yeah and it comes to this la jolla is it la jolla munchkin houses yeah yeah, yeah la- 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 la jolla. i
0: think it's la jolla right
1: Tall Tale. Yeah. what's that
0: la jolla i think it's pronounced la
1: jolla sorry la jolla sorry, i sound like an idiot that's okay la jolla, a-o-l-a-l-a yes l-l together is a y sound la jolla and of course j in in spanish is a, a H sound la jolla munchkin houses yeah and there's a picture there's a picture of these like, very tiny they do look very tiny with like the terracotta roofing um they're like stucco exterior tiny little shingles or up uh, shutters on the window tiny little walkways i uh, was this made from what i'm reading here if this is if there are any truth to it because they're like they're mentioning here the lollipop killed which is of course the yeah three little characters from wizard the wizard of oz As legend goes, some of the little people who played munchkins in the movie made enough money for their acting roles to move to San Diego and built four custom houses to accommodate their smaller stature, lending credence. I'm sorry, lending. My pronunciation today is absolutely horrendous. Horrendous. Lending credence to the story, the houses were built and the movie was made in the same time period Mm. in the 30s so maybe there is some truth to this yeah yeah i mean i guess you have to go to san diego to specific you know now i'm going to do some digging i've never heard of this i've never heard of this and that that me not knowing about it discredits it by any means i just have never heard of this or if i had i never yeah wow yeah i just
0: i found out literally like two weeks ago and and you know she was Praising our show, and she loves what we're doing, and she loves the fact that you know Aaron's telling his part of the story because, you know, like we said in the beginning, not a lot of us understands what a little person has to go through. And when she asked me about you know your your living you know area, I'm like I am assuming he lives in a regular house, and mm, yeah. then she told me yes. about this. I was like, I was like, wow, wait, you know. You're right. I will
1: say, you know what? Can we jump into what you just said? I think that's great. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. The thing that some people do is that they, uh, and some people, I mean, like people of short stature or people with dwarfism, they will, there have been homes that are entirely adapted to their stature. I've heard some people, you know, certain things are are adapted or changed, like in the bathroom especially, you know, countertops, or there's an area that's, you know, lower for, uh, you know, uh, let's say not everyone in the house is is a little person, um, that there's a certain, you know, like one sink is lower yeah. just for them. More often than not, uh, I think people, and again, I'm speaking, uh, I don't want to speak on everybody's behalf, but more often than not, of course, stools are used or uh, some type of, you know, um, raised step yeah. in order to reach things. Because the biggest thing about that is, and and I think it's just a matter of of you know numbers if you're going to resell your home and it were totally scaled to a shorter stature it's going to limit you so much as far as who would want to buy that home or if they're going to buy that home and then gut it basically in order to have it built so it fits the average human being so I I you know that's I I didn't know of a person um who lived in texas actually and and he was an engineer and he 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 had a couple things one he had designed a uh scooter for people who were short statured who weren't super mobile and the the thing that was so great about the scooter was it was very light it was very compact and yet it could hurt it could hold a certain weight and so for a little person you know you see some of these scooters. You know, even like the scooters that you see at grocery stores. Yeah, they're 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 bigger. So if you had to load that up or move that, and that from I'm, I'm pretty sure that he had a scooter. It was, and what I mean by scooter is not necessarily like a razor. You know, yeah. where you're putting one foot on it and you're yeah, yeah. propelling yourself with the other foot. It had you know uh, handlebars. It had a seat. It was. I thought they were four wheeled. Maybe they were just three wheeled, two two, you know, wheels balanced in, in the, the back, back yeah. you know, and one in the front. Um, and it could collapse, kind of like the razor, though, yeah. where it collapse, and then you could move it much easier. You know, if you're a short, statured person and not able to, you know, lift excessive weights. And so, the reason I mentioned that individual is, I'm almost a hundred percent. Very intelligent person, but I'm and and that's not because you know he was short statured that he wouldn't be an intelligent person. Uh, he also had scaled his home down, he had his home built to him, which is great if you're never going to sell the house, yeah, yeah, or if you're you know know someone who's also short statured that's going to eventually move into your home. Because, like I said, if there's only 250,000 people on this planet who have some type of dwarfism. To find somebody else who's going to you know or or let's say somebody that's using a wheelchair or whatever that is a coming of a di- you know lower perspective great but it's yeah. very limiting and so
0: especially in yeah. the area that it's in right because you have to exactly. be in that area you have to be where that exactly. house is if you want something like that
1: exactly so to find you know the person that would be going oh this is the house for me i'll yeah. buy this house that's going to be like winning the lottery. Yeah. And um not saying that it can't happen. Obviously there are odds, but uh it would it would limit you. Yes, it would be wonderful to have everything absolutely to my scale yeah. in a home. I've never had that so I don't expect it. You know, you learn to adapt. I think that's the one thing that most people do not understand for whether it be a person of short stature or any type of person with any physical challenge is that we we adapt you know yeah, to this yeah. world and we have to and and not that it's oh woe is me and life is so hard and here comes a pity kick but we do have to adapt
2: yeah yeah to,
1: you know and if you don't or you think that the world's going to adapt to you yeah you're going to be you know set up for failure and horrendous disappointment because that doesn't happen yeah you know you know we were talking about this in an earlier show of going to a store buying clothing and then having to have it altered yeah you're never I mean I mean shirts for me yeah that's not a problem but pants I'm never buying a pair of pants that I don't have to have altered uh so there's always an adaptation for someone of any you know yeah anybody that's not of the quote unquote average you know I I don't use the word normal because I don't think anything is normal. I don't i don't know what normal is in, in on this planet but I have the quote uh, you know more often than not males are at least five five to whatever females are at least five to or whatever so and when you're not that you're under 410 or 410 and under as they deem uh dwarfism you have to adapt
2: yeah yeah you
1: have to move so then that leads me back to that whole napoleonic complex thing where i can't control this you know yeah. <laughs> it'd be fun to be make able to oh i'm six three today let's see how that plays oh, out <laughs> it would be great to try it i think it actually i think i just walked into a movie concept or a funny film concept where if you could adapt your body to whatever wow. um, not to over, take over gulliver's travels or anything or the little troop, but can you imagine if you could adapt kind of chameleon like and, and 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 you know certain animals can squish into small holes yeah. you know, and expand and contract and whatever. It'd be kind of interesting to do a comedy where, you know, you could be four, three, and then 20 minute or 10, 10, seconds later, you could be six, two and see what happens, see what people say. So I'm going to jot that down actually later, because <laughs> I think it'd be kind of funny. I don't uh,
0: use that for sports. That's the only time I would ever use my, my, well, that's the thing. manage
1: that's the thing you talk about sports and I think you know there are certain sports that I really enjoyed and 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 I thought I did fairly well just you know not some phenomenally I was an yeah. amazing athlete I considered myself to be somewhat athletic when I was younger but I was not an amazing athlete by any means but there were certain sports that I thought yeah I did play well you know I loved catching I did love catching in baseball uh I was really I I enjoyed volleyball uh because I loved digging yeah um i enjoyed racquetball because i thought you know racquetball you could if you knew how to place where to hit the ball where your opponent wasn't and then kill shots that were very low in corners and stuff that height wasn't i mean granted you know you didn't want to you know be so uh, obtuse to think that height doesn't affect a lot of sports you know basketball especially football Uh, but there are sports that the shorter stature could, you know, survive in and do fairly well in. So and and then, like I was talking about earlier about the Napoleonic complex, if you're aggressive and you kind of throw your weight around, um people misconstrue that as, oh, you you're obviously doing that because you're, you know, uncomfortable with your stature. And I yeah, there are times that anybody is uncomfortable in their own skin or wishes that they physically were somebody else you know but I've never been to that I don't think maybe I have (laughs) maybe uh, there might be many others who go yeah I disagree with you that I tried to throw my weight around just because of my stature you know yeah I so that's an interesting thing but that whole La Jolla thing what blows me away is that they're I think they are there and the one thing that I read in this article that was interesting is there was a student back in 2003 from san diego state who searched for this place and found it and then he wrote about it in the university uh, newspaper in 03 so it'd be interesting i might do some searching later for that article the student's name was kenneth smith and the san diego state paper is the daily aztec and I guess he looked in to the windows of one of these little places, and there was no one in there at the time. Uh, it was, I guess, abandoned or you know not occupied. But that he he saw, and and this is in quotations, he saw cobblestone like tiled floors and little round fireplace. So I kind of want to know about this more.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to look it up too. So yeah, and I this mean-
1: home, this whatever he looked into, had two bedrooms and a bath. It's about one thousand well, about eleven 1, hundred square well, just shy of twelve hundred square feet.
0: I'm only seeing pictures of one house, but you said the right. three houses. Is it
1: the same one? Is it the white with the exterior? green? Yeah,
0: with the green with world. green shutters.
1: Yeah, that's the only one. Roofing. And then also there's some, you know, stone uh facade out front with yeah. uh like some bushes and a couple rocks and yeah. And they're if I'm not mistaken. Those appear to look like bars on the one window or whatever on the right. Or what is that? Do you see what I'm seeing? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That could be. And it's got a
1: hole in it, though. It's got a square. I don't know if that's where they feed the little people. I'm I'm a little person, (laughs) so don't anybody get offended by that.
0: That could, been, that could have been, that could have been like, you know, uh, a fire window or maybe like a, you know, back in the days, Yeah. They didn't, yeah want, right. they didn't want Rob, but it's, it's weird because that one window has bars, but the one next to it doesn't. So
1: doesn't, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like that has, bar, that's why I'm like, is that a holding area? Is yeah, that a
0: yeah.
1: feeding area for the, again, I'm a little person. I'm not that obtuse and insensitive. You know, I have a um, cousin
0: that, that lives in San Diego. I'm going to have her.
1: We gotta definitely see if so this. Check is real. check this out. Yeah, I'm okay. Just, just have we definitely? It looks like a real pictures. street. Now, now you got me going on some type of crazy. Yeah, um, no, she
0: she brought it up to me, and I when strict. you should have seen the look on my face when I said what little house La
1: Jolla Munchkin house.
0: She's like, she goes, yeah. She goes, these houses fly off the market as soon as they're. So like Where?
1: Okay, now I'm gonna because I've already mispronounced La Jolla and so I feel like an idiot. Where is um. Where is La Jolla in relationship to, like, downtown San Diego? Now yeah, let's find out.
0: Let me see where La Jolla, Calif- La Jolla California is. Because I, I, I don't know where La Jolla is in San Diego. So I'm going to look it up. So we're looking... Oh, La Jolla is pretty big. Oh, yeah. It's pretty big. So it's on the coast. It looks like it's on the coast. And it's like not even it's not even close to downtown san diego we're looking at we're looking at you know
1: so it's not wait a minute why is it saying san diego then it's it's in san
0: diego but it's not in downtown san diego not near san diego zoo chula vista is the last city before we hit tijuana so yeah it's in san diego but not nowhere near downtown san diego well, like, like I said, La Jolla is pretty, it's pretty big, so.
1: Okay. What it's where, it's big? where
0: they play, it's where Tory Pines is, so Tory Pines. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where yeah. they
1: do, the, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: so that's where La Jolla is, so.
1: Okay, okay. It's sometimes association, it's like, look, you hear La Jolla, and I don't put together, oh, okay, that's Tor yeah, that makes sense, okay.
0: Yeah, 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 so it's, I'm. I mean, you know, next time I'm in Southern California, I'm thinking about just driving down there just to go check it out, just to see me if too. it's really there. Yeah,
1: I want you to do that. Well, not me too. I'm not driving, obviously, to San Diego for that, but or to L- the La Jolla area, but yeah, I- I'm intrigued. I will say that. I you know intrigued. what, I'm going to
0: try to find... Uh, this is going to be my homework for the next while. I'm going to try to find someone who's actually lived in that house, and I'm going to see really? see if we can try to get them on the show. I'm going to try. I'm going to try my hardest, so...
1: To find somebody who's lived in that particular home,
0: or lived, or know someone who lived there. Yeah, I'm gonna try to find someone.
1: That shouldn't, sounds, okay. shouldn't be that hard, right? I don't know. <laughs> I, I think that's kind of. I mean, that's gonna be. Yeah, I don't know. That's gonna be a lot.
0: Yeah. Well, I think. well, we'll see. We'll see. I got a real estate buddy that can probably illegally give me a name that you know she's not supposed to, but we'll we'll see. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, that's, I mean, that's interesting. And just the whole idea of, uh, we do, we, de- we definitely determine people's um, worth and, uh, I don't know, credibility on, on whether, you know, their stature. It's interesting because I was looking this up on, there's a thing called EnglishStudyOnline.org and and what i was looking up was that that how many different ways you could say don't judge a book by its cover yeah. you know like different ways to say that and one that popped out and i'm citing englishstudyonline.org all that is gl- all that is gold does not glitter i've heard that before where it's you know we you were talking about you know the stigmas that come from how hollywood has determined little people or you know uh, depicted them but what, you know, also that idea of tall, dark and handsome, you know, that, that, you know, we want to, you know, uh, people who are are seeking a mate are looking for the tall, dark and handsome or, you know, they're, we associate uh, shorter stature with being, um, you know, like I was thinking about different boss characters yeah. in films and television who are shorter and, you know, that they're just a, uh, militant and grumpy individual who hates everyone and that's why they did do what they do yeah. uh and so you yeah, just mentioned
0: you just mentioned danny devito in taxi
1: when you when you mentioned yeah, the boss and that, character that was yeah. why yeah. i yeah. mean yeah. i think that's why that role was made yeah. because he came off as this little hitler or this little napoleon and blah, 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 you know and yeah And then it was assumed that he was always bitter and angry because he happened to be short statured and, you know, hated his life. So obviously, you know, everybody else was going to be miserable around him. And it's just very intriguing to me.
0: One of my favorite shows, by the way. I love I love I love that show. Whenever it's on, I try to watch it. So
1: so anyway,
0: I mean, but, you know, that that goes for every everyone else. Also when it comes to not just little people. I mean, like, you know, here in in, in California, I'm pretty sure where you are, you have what they call Karens also, or, or they're just, you know, we look at a person and they're gonna argue right away, they're giving the name Karen because they're gonna argue over a little something. Um, so it goes for a lot of other people and it's what the media portrays this person as, you know, media, mm-hmm. TV, what, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, and again, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, little people was always portrayed as something else than what we really knew, and you know, like I said, my friend Eric always told me, "Don't believe what you see on TV because we're no. not like that."
1: <laughs> no, you know what's interesting? I saw that in just in an article recently. Well, this morning I was reading, I think it was from ESPN about Jose Canseco and you know what we see over what we know of jose canseco today yeah but how his um his early life started and how he got into pro sports and like his relationship with his mom who passed away of something terminal when he was younger and how he really wanted her to see him play and she didn't get that opportunity and so it was it was it was interesting it was And and that because of course with the steroid things and and different things that happened you know later in in the career that that did put a a stigma yeah, on, on on that stuff. Yeah. you know on his on his professional career and that's unfortunate you know it, it, it and again but I mean whether he chose to do that or whatever that's his his you know um, he has to answer for that that's his decision yeah but it is unfortunate when we don't see the whole story. Yeah. and we make assumptions yeah. and we make um accusations and we have no idea yeah. what that person's been through we all do this yeah we do it's supposedly you know I mean every human does this and has been guilty of pointing fingers and then not knowing the whole story and it's really frustrating really really frustrating and and I've been guilty of that and then I have you know and and when you learn of that it's like how oh, how humbling is that to have said oh i made this assumption or this accusation based on one little area when i don't know the whole story i don't know exactly what's going on and yeah. i think that leads back to the angry dwarf thing of you know oh they're all bitter and they're you know you i i think the bitterness is mistaken for like um just being over it yeah I you mean- know and, and being exhausted by the this is this you know i'm just tired of putting up with this for today know i'm tired you know i've had a long week or whatever and i just want to be not this brought to my attention or make me feel uncomfortable yeah yeah, uh, yeah. because of the fact that i was you know certain stature and so yeah you come off as belligerent you come off as bitter yeah so yeah that's i am really wanting to know more about la jolla yeah
0: yeah i'm definitely uh, i had no I'm definitely, I, I have
1: no idea of this.
0: I'm gonna dig into it. Let me ask you this, Aaron. How rich would you be right now if you can get a dollar for every time someone looks at you and wonders what's this person like?
1: I'm gonna make a joke about it, but yeah. then it's all I, serious. I probably could pay off the national deficit. Oh. Uh, no, I it happens a lot. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, it, yeah. it happens a lot. I think what really alarms me. It happens, I should say it happens more often. I should say it happens a lot, because it doesn't happen every single day.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. But it happens more than you would want it. I mean, want to admit that it happens. And what really alarms me about it is who it is. Yeah. Now, you know, you think a certain age level would be beyond, you know, young kids, jokes, yeah. comments, questions, all of that is 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 fine. But that whole idea of um an adult yeah just the whole idea that you think a certain age would be beyond yeah it's not true yeah yeah. it's not true and it's not everybody of course not all adults act the same you know we know this but and not making uh obscene generalizations it's just there's certain people you go oh i i made the mistake of thinking that that person was more mature and more well-versed than than he or she actually is and that i didn't think that my stature would have to be something we need to address yeah in this environment you know on, on a professional level i've had moments like that where you're like this is outrageous uh just in in like parties you know with other adults and it's like wow i you know and not knowing that person you know it was another guest that was there that i wasn't you know very close to or familiar with yeah. and comments are made and it just changes everything
2: yeah it's just from that
1: moment forward it's a totally different ball game
2: yeah yeah. So, yeah
1: anyway
0: well yeah you know that's that's the life we live in and you know education is the key that's why i always tell everyone you know before you decide you want to get rid of american history and us history Please educate your kids. Let them know what really happened yeah. before doing all yeah. that. But you know that's a different podcast for a different story yeah. that, that I'm dealing with yeah. right now in my son's high school. But again,
1: yeah,
0: um, this has been fun. This is cool. I know Aaron has to run. He has to cut this short. Um, but we're gonna try. To, I'm gonna try to find out what's going on. Can with you talk? T- yeah,
1: I'm gonna do some digging yeah. too on the up. Please, I'm gonna try to that find out what's huge. going on there. That would be huge. And I, I, sorry guys. Uh, to our listeners viewers I apologize uh we got I got to address a couple things quickly but that being said we definitely have something here we can let's open the next show with our findings yeah, and yeah. see where it goes okay thank you guys for watching thank you guys thank for listening thank you very much everyone
0: until next week we are the diary of the little man's podcast
1: thank you thank you bye
0: you've been listening to the diary of the little man's podcast